Hey friends and foes, welcome to the Brushwork Podcast. My name is Stephanie Scott, and today we're going to talk about how to make more art in less time. Let's get into it. In 2019 and in 2020, I made 25 paintings. Each year, not, not total, but each year. Each year I made 25 paintings, and they were all around the same size. I tend to work in... 30 by 30 inches or smaller is my usual painting sizes. Sometimes I do a bigger one when I'm feeling spicy and if I have enough room for these paintings. There's nothing quite like finishing a giant painting and then just standing there in your studio trying to figure out what to do with it until someone buys it, which can be years after you painted it. So 2019, 2020, 25 paintings each year. In 2021, however, I made 42 paintings. And when I was looking back at my art archives, I was wondering, what what was the big difference that happened here? How was it that I got so much faster in painting that I made 42 paintings versus 25 paintings the year before? And the answer was Twitch. Now, during 2019 and 2020, I had already been working in art full-time. I didn't have any part-time jobs, and I was painting most of my days in my studio. How my routine went back then was I had a rented studio at a building called Active Space, where I had a little 10-foot by 10-foot space with a window and a sink had gray floors and white walls, and honestly, that's all I needed. In the mornings, I would go in with my uh, breakfast, my my tea, and I would go work for three to four hours. Then I would go back home and have lunch, usually for a couple hours at a time. And then I would go back into the studio in the evening and paint for a couple more hours. All in all, I probably painted six hours a day, and I got into my studio five days a week, sometimes six if I had a deadline, and I was making 25 paintings a year. Now I paint three days a week. Art is still my full-time job, but I'm actually painting three days a week. I paint for two to three hours at a time, and it's always on Twitch. I almost never paint when I'm not streaming, and yet I'm making 42 paintings last year. 42! 42 paintings last year! I mean, that's the meaning of life right there, right? (laughs) <laughs> so so how is how is that even possible? How is it that I'm painting less but making more? And Twitch is the answer. When it was 2019 and I would go to my studio in the morning, I would have I would go to my studio and immediately eat my breakfast, things that I could have done at home. And then I would go on my phone and you know, answer text messages or go on Instagram or YouTube. And then I would look at my painting and I would pick up a brush and I would start mixing color. And then I would go back to my phone and I would take some pictures. And then I would, you kind of, you kind of see where this is going, right? I would go back on my phone and I would um, browse the internet and maybe read some of my book. And then I would have another snack. And then I would go back to my painting. And then my neighbor might knock on my door because it was an office building and we'd chat for a few minutes. And then I'd go back to my painting and then it was lunchtime. And so then I would pack up all my things and I would drive back home. And then I would, 
you know, watch a TV show while having lunch and I would cook and maybe do some laundry while I was at it, things like that. And then sometimes I would, you know, plan to meet a friend or I would go right back to the studio. So I go back to the studio and then I, you know, pick up from where I started. I would do some painting work and then I would check my phone again, you know, just taking a five minute break. And then I would go back to my painting and then, you know, I was probably pretty tired from all the painting work I had done that day. So then after that, I would clean my brushes and tidy up a bit and then lock up the studio and head back home. When I really analyzed those days that I had in 2019 and also 2020 and probably years before that, but this is just when I have records. (laughs) My five minute breaks I was taking on my phone were actually 30 minute breaks. The two minutes I would take to write an email turned into 40 minutes of watching a YouTube video. Maybe it was about art. Maybe it was helpful, but honestly, probably not. I think cell phones and the internet are the time suckers <laughs> of our focus. They they steal your focus away. And so the actual number of painting hours I would have in a you know, six to seven to I don't know, sometimes eight hour studio time day were very minimal and sporadic and distracted. In the beginning of 2021, in January, I joined Twitch as a streamer. My boyfriend gave me his old computer because he had just upgraded. I set it up in my studio, which had internet this time and could support a stream. I set up some cameras and I turned the stream on and I said, all right, here I am. Here's my art and now we're painting. That first two hour stream I did, I was pretty focused on, does the stream sound right? Does the camera look fine? Do I look good, <laughs> etc. things like that. But after three or four streams, I started getting into my groove and I started getting into my paintings. I made the biggest set of paintings. I made a, a quartet of paintings that spanned 60 inches by 60 inches. And I did it in a month and it was fast. I was so fast because I was so focused on painting. Eventually my four hour streams turned into two to three hour streams, which is where they sit today. And in 2021, I again made 42 paintings almost double, almost double of what I was making before. My gosh. And the quality of paintings were better. I started using new materials like gold leaf. I hadn't used gold leaf before. I didn't feel confident in it. And I was able to network with people. I was able to show my clients what I was working on while I was working on it. Like there's something very delicious and exclusive feeling about having the person who's commissioned you to paint something for their office and then have them watch it. Like, how cool is that? But beyond that, beyond just Twitch as a platform, because this episode isn't, you know, 10 reasons why you should join Twitch, but that, that's that's going to happen in the future. <laughs> it was about accountability. Accountability is one of the most important things in order to get you focused, get you in the studio, get you actually working and not just messing around on your cell phone for hours, actual hours. It's, I was, I'm a little embarrassed about how much time I wasted 
in the studio just messing around. Like, okay, for example, one day I went into my studio and I was a little bit sad because something had happened in my life. And I was like, you know what's going to make me feel better? Painting is going to make me feel better. So I go to my studio and I cut my little lunchbox and I was like, I'm just going to stay all day. It's going to be great. And I sat down at my desk because I was going to do some drawing. And then I pulled out my phone and then I read my book for six hours instead of painting and I did not feel better after that <laughs> like I kept like looking at my painting and I was like oh I should work on this and then I was like hmm I'm gonna keep reading so accountability is just next level when it comes to making art and when I was an equestrian I, I heard this quote and I thought it was really good so I'm gonna read it to you now this is a quote by Warner Earhart and I learned this when I was a teenager, and every once in a while, it pops up in my brain. So here is the quote. Accountability is the opportunity to live at choice rather than accidentally. Accountability is the opportunity to carve out the future rather than to sit back and have it happen to you. Accountability held from a stand as one's word is the ground from which one's own transformation is created ongoingly. Transformation lives in accountability. Without accountability, without committed speaking, without promises and declarations, there is no transformation. There is, at best, peak feelings. A promise has real power. A promise made from the stand that who you are is your word engages you as a participant. You cease to be a spectator, and your words become actions that actually impact the world. With a promise, you can create a condition that supports your commitment rather than your moods. When motivational dialogue comes up about your preferences versus your commitments, you disregard the dialogue in favor of doing what you said you would do, solely because you said so. You distinguish yourself from psychology, and in that moment... You are your word as action rather than only as the idea you have. In that moment, the promise becomes who you are rather than something you said. And your relationship to the world shifts. You find yourself producing results that seem discontinuous and unpredictable from the point of view of the spectator. The experience is one of joy, fearlessness, irrepressible energy, and satisfaction. That's the end of the quote. Accountability is the opportunity to live at choice rather than accidentally. So I, I love that first line of this quote, even though the whole thing is very good. When you are accountable to your art making, when you are accountable to saying, I'm going to go into the studio and I'm going to paint. I'm not going to get distracted. I'm not going to have my mind pulled in 10 directions of things I have to do or things I want to do. When you have accountability of making your work, you're going to be more effective at it. Twitch, streaming on Twitch, live streaming at all, makes you accountable because people are watching you. You know that feeling when you have a friend come over to your place and then suddenly you look around at your home and you're like, I have to clean? That's accountability. <laughs> That's showing up for who you are as you say you are. 
when you say you're going to go into the studio and you say you're going to go paint and you say today is a day for creation or these few hours I have is a day for creation, then you show up for real and your paintings get better or your whatever you're making. I'm talking to painters here, but I'm also talking to all artists. That power of saying I'm going to go make and nothing is going to distract me is so tremendously powerful that people start to respect you for it, that your, your work shows up differently. It gets better. It's more focused. You treat your work like it's something powerful because it is, it is powerful. So let's talk about distractions, the most common ones. For me, my biggest sin is my cell phone. I just want to look at it all the time. And that's what it's designed to do. When I was first trying to get clear about distractions, I actually would leave my cell phone at home. I would put it in a drawer and then I would go to my studio and I would work. And I would hope that there wouldn't be some sort of emergency that someone had to reach me at. And there never was. And it was freeing. Honestly, it, it, it let me work and think in a way that I had my brain and I had my hands and I couldn't look anything up unless I had a book on a shelf somewhere and I couldn't answer any calls or and I couldn't ask for help and I couldn't look up anything. It was, it's very powerful. I, and, and I love my cell phone. <laughs> I do. I do. I really like having it. It's very, very cool and very nice. But when you're, when you're trying to work and you're trying to be focused, it is detrimental. So that's like my first one. The second one is family members. This doesn't happen as much anymore as an adult, but when I was a young adult in my early 20s and even late teens, my family would take precedence over everything. And that was natural for that phase of my life. I would drop whatever artwork I was working on because I thought it was less valuable than my family. And I still feel like my artwork is less valuable than my family, but the time I spend and where I allocate it, I have a clear understanding of what I want. If you can prevent interruptions for your dedicated art time, you're going to be more focused. You're going to be clearer with your, you know, your brushstrokes. You're going to be more effective in how you make your work because that time is honored, not just by you, but also those who are around you, your family members, maybe it's a roommate or friends or whoever you live with, but they, they see that your art making time is important to you. And then you're going to be able to make more art. So for example, I stream now when I paint and sometimes my family will give me a phone call and I ignore it. I'm like, I'm streaming now. It's really important. You'll call a second time, right? And occasionally they just want to hang out and chat. And then they'll come to my stream. My mother and my sister are frequent visitors to my Twitch streams. And it's nice to know that they're hanging out with me while I'm working and I can talk to them while I'm working. It's, it's fantastic. Another distraction is um, different kinds of calls on your time, like meeting a friend or having an appointment somewhere. When you are more firm about the boundaries of your time, you're going to make more work. It's just, it's going to happen. More artwork. (laughs) You're going to make better artwork and more of it because you're clearer about when is appropriate for art making and when is appropriate for all of those other things. I would 
highly recommend being firm about where you're spending your time and carving out space around it so no one else goes to it. Be like be like a turtle. No, On the inside is your art making time and on the outside is a hard shell that's saying, no, no world, I'm making art now. <laughs> Other distractions can be, oh, you know, your neighbors stopping by and saying hello. It can be, do, do you see what I'm getting at here? It's usually people. <laughs> other people taking away your art making time so it can be books you've been wanting to read or a netflix show that you've been wanting to binge highly recommend if you can't leave your phone at home can you put it on airplane mode i've done that a couple times and wow i just get so much artwork done it's amazing same amount of hours or even less hours but more done one thing i can recommend for making more art in fewer hours is planning to make art in fewer hours. So before Twitch, I used to paint for four hour to five hour blocks at a time. That's how I would plan it out on my calendar. But can you plan it out in three hours or maybe two? Like like literally plan less time to make art. You're going to make the same amount of art in that time. It's kind of like cramming the night before for a paper in high school, you know? You're going to get it done. It'll be fewer hours. If you plan a little bit less time, it's going to create a sense of urgency. It's going to light a fire under your butt. And you're going you're gonna to work faster and more effectively. Plan less time and maybe use a bigger brush. If you're a painter, try, try using bigger brushes and smaller canvases. You'll get, you'll get more effective much quicker. I learned that from a teacher who taught me landscape painting. And he was like, Stephanie, I need you to get a one inch brush and a canvas that's the size of a postcard and make paintings in that size with that giant brush. And it was very effective. I learned how to make a landscape in like three minutes. It was great. (laughs) Another thing I want to talk about is this idea of body doubling. If you've never heard of this term before, it is basically the idea that when you work alongside someone else, work is easier. That when you are working on something, your friend or whoever you're working next to will be more focused on their work and that it bounces back between the two of you, that you working encourages them to work and that they working on their project encourages you to work. It's not that you're working on the same project. Body doubling is about keeping the momentum going. So Twitch kind of does something like this, where people who come to watch my stream are encouraged to work on something that they're working on at home. Maybe it's their job, maybe it's a project, maybe it's a chore, things like that. When you have someone else working alongside you, body doubling is really powerful. It's, it keeps you focused. You see them working and it makes you want to keep keep going on your projects, which is really fabulous for an artist. Occasionally, if I'm not streaming, I will call a friend and do like a video call and we will each paint together or we'll work on social media posts or things like that that are more challenging for me to focus on, but still need to get done. Another way to make more art in less time is to really plan out your projects before you even start. If you go into 
a new painting and you have absolutely no plan of what you're going to make, you'll spend even more time conceptualizing because you'll be conceptualizing while you're painting it. You'll make more mistakes and you'll have to go over the painting that you've already made, usually a couple of times. Try to have a plan, an idea of what you want to make. And I, I know this is exceptionally hard when you're an abstract artist, but having just even a sliver of idea of already pulling out the colors that you need and just those colors on your palette, that will make your whole art making process go faster. Another thing I recommend is having a really religious cleanup routine, meaning every single time you get into the studio and you work, you, you tidy up after you're done. When you make your studio more appealing to you to come back to it the next time you're in the studio, that will encourage you to work faster. You won't be interrupted by whatever debris, I guess, you've made <laughs> during the last painting session. You, you stack the deck in your favor to have a better painting routine. My next tip is to have a bit of a to-do list. So not only do you need to plan your painting, but do you have everything you need to do written down? And is that list short? I am the queen of planning too much to do in my days. Just I'm constantly planning way too many things. When I have a shorter list of things that need to happen, I'm more effective about them because I'm not worried that I'm going to miss the next thing. I... My, my distraction levels go way, way down because I'm not anxious if I'm going to make it in time for the next thing that I have to do. If you have a short list of things that you want to create in your studio session, you'll be more focused, you'll have more clarity, and you'll be quicker about acting on them. Along that line, having a plan long-term about your studio practice is also important. I tend to plan my life out a few months in advance. That means I'm looking, today is the 1st of June. I'm looking at June, July, and August and what needs to happen in those next three months. If you plan out ahead of time what needs to happen, what paintings you need to start, what needs to be finished at a certain date, life won't run into itself as you go along in your daily and weekly schedules. Keep an eye out on what future you needs for your professional art career and keep an eye out on what is low priority for these times. Do you really need to reorganize your whole paper stack like the one I have in my <laughs> desk right here? Or do you need to start gessoing more paintings so that you can start a new painting tomorrow, right? Like find your priorities. The last thing I want to say in being more effective in painting is that if you are someone who likes to take lots of breaks, there's nothing wrong with that. I would encourage you, however, to put a timer on your breaks. I like to take a five minute break every two or three hours when I'm painting. I don't do that on Twitch because I'm live in front of an audience, but before I was on Twitch, I would often have that five minute break turned into a 30 minute break because I wasn't keeping track of the time and taking an actual break instead of just stopping, if you know what I mean. 
get yourself a Pomodoro timer, get yourself a timer that's not on your cell phone and be strict about it. When that timer goes off, it's time to get back to work, get back to painting, get back to making. I hope you found these tips helpful and that you're able to create more in less time in the future. If you have other ideas of how to be more effective in your creative process, I would I would love to hear it. Please send me a DM. You can find me at stephaniescott.art on Instagram, and that is also my website. You can also find the Brushwork Podcast at brushworkpod on Instagram or on my website, stephaniescott.art. Thank you so much for tuning in today, and I hope you make good art choices. Till next time. <laughs>